Welcome to another episode of Kentucky Football Carpool Show. I'm Nick. I'm Mike. I'm Jimmy. All right. Well, I guess we got our win last week. That kind of keeps our our bowl season alive. Uh, I mean, like I said, down the stretch here, we just got to look at games that we got to win. And that last week was one of the ones we got to win. This week's a totally different story. Uh, you know, I, I I want to believe. I think we all do want to believe that Kentucky's got a shot. Uh, I still believe that, especially with the weather going on, that gives me a little bit more hope. Uh, but reality is, how good is Georgia? Is it Georgia last week, or is it, or is Georgia just a different animal altogether? What do you guys think? I mean, I think they're a different animal altogether. Um, like John was telling me earlier, that it's supposed to start raining. It's supposed to be raining during the game, so I think that gives us uh, somewhat of a chance now, better, at least more of a chance. Because you just don't, especially coming off a loss like Georgia did. I mean, we just don't. And us coming off an emotional win on General Rinsen Day, it's going to be a, it's going to be a tale of two teams. Which team, which teams going to show up, especially in the rain, because it makes, it changes the, the game plan whenever you have to, you have to more like run the football more or less than you would pass the ball, especially in a heavy downpour type of game. Well, I don't think that bode well for us, especially I saw KSR said that. That they they're confirming that Lynn Bowden is the quarterback tomorrow, and that bodes well for us as the run game goes. And and, and I mean in a game like that, if it's going to be raining like that, if you get out on top of them, then you kind of just kind of cruise kind of cruise along. You know, uh, it just depends what Kentucky shows up. Kentucky from Florida shows up. Kentucky's going to have a heck of a game tomorrow. It seems like every time a Kentucky team goes on the road, and everyone's like, they're done, they're out. Florida game last year, Louisville game. You know, every time that happens, South Carolina the year four, every time that happens, it seems like Kentucky, and for whatever reason, Stoops gets them ready to go. What do you guys think on that? Yeah, I mean, I think I think we'll be competitive tomorrow. I really do. I do, too. I don't think it's going to be 27 points. I, I, don't, I mean, it, it might be. It may be. I mean, it depends who shows up. Yeah, if we play like we did against, you know, freaking Mississippi State or, uh, or South, Carolina. South Carolina, yeah, we're going to be blown out. Well, here's my thing. Is tomorrow you don't want to get behind two, three scores real quick. No. Because if you do, it's lots out. Yeah. I mean, because you're playing on the road, you're playing against a team coming off a heartbreaking loss to South Carolina, and, and Georgia's going to be amped up because that loss was inexplicable. Georgia should have won it three or four times. Now, how terrible. Well, go ahead. It's a game that they should have won. Like, yeah. There was a couple plays where South Carolina made. Dumb, dumb decisions. And then in, what was it, the third overtime, they missed a field goal, and Georgia had an opportunity to put the game away, and, they, and I think they missed a field goal as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no, what happened was was they, they had uh, – all right, so South Carolina had got a turnover. And yeah, it, was a, it was a pick. It was a pick. And then – and then, and, and, Yeah, yeah and, then, and then South Carolina tried to kick a field goal. I swear to you, and I and – I, and I, I say this with the utmost, utmost most respect because I think he's a great defensive coach. Will Muschamp tried like crazy to lose that game last week. He had a fourth and two with about, I don't know, like 30 seconds left in the game. He tries to kick a 59-yard field goal. The kicker don't get nowhere near it. Who the heck would do that when Georgia's probably got the best kicker that's been kicking balls in the last 10 years on their sidelines? And he's going to blank and he's probably one of the – the most clutch kicker from Georgia football history, and the fact was the last was it the fourth, the third overtime? Was it the fourth overtime? I think it was the third overtime. That's where he missed it. Was it was the third overtime, and he missed it. I'm 
Whatever he did on defense, Kentucky needs to do the exact same thing because Fromm was totally confused last week. And and if we all can remember last year when Kentucky actually punched him in the mouth in the first half, South they didn't score on South Carolina the whole second half. And everyone from that point on used that that style. Whatever he did in that game, everyone else used it. And Kentucky didn't adjust for a while. It took them a while to adjust. I don't think they ever adjusted, to be quite honest with you, because after the South Carolina game last year, it kind of felt like they won the games they were supposed to, but then they probably should have lost to Missouri last year. And then, of course, we lost to Tennessee. And then they came back and played a very awful UofL team and beat them and beat Penn State. But whatever he did last year worked for, for against us, and whatever he did against Georgia this year – it should work for us. I mean, I mean, I watched. I know most people were watching that Oklahoma Texas game, but I was watching that South Carolina game, and and it was. I mean, South Carolina owned them up front. That that was just point blank. That's and the it. main thing, South Carolina. You know, I don't think it was anything that they didn't do. It was just they made, they made from uncomfortable. Like they they got in his face. They, made, they forced pressure on him, and he don't like pressure. No, he don't. When, when Fromm gets under pressure, he throws. He makes mistakes. It seems like they contained him real well, and and I, I don't know. I, I, during the game last week, they kept saying that Georgia's offensive line's a little banged up, and that was kind of why they got a little pressure. And I'm telling you, like I said, and not only did the, the the defensive line show up for South Carolina, but South Carolina's South Carolina's corners had played a heck of a game. They were beating their wide receivers up front, and they were they simply had. They were, it was all coverage sacks. A lot of them were coverage sacks. It wasn't even like they were working the front. A lot of them were coverage sacks. I mean, it was, it was a fantastic game. I mean, it really was. To watch. And I just got to say, last week, us in the Arkansas game, that was, that was probably one of the best performances I've seen in a long time out of a UK defense. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I'm not saying it was Arkansas. Yeah. But cool. at the same time, I mean, there was a couple drives there where we – we just had amazing, we just had amazing drives that we we could Arkansas had, and we could have put it, they could have put the game on ice, and we stopped them a couple of times. No, I think Kentucky's defense overall this year. I, I mean, Mike, you I'm, like this? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm satisfied. I'm more than satisfied with the defense. I'm, I'm excited for next year's defense because I, I, I think they're going to be great. I remember, I remember beginning of the year, uh, a lot of the guys were saying that Kentucky's going to have to score a lot of points because the defense can mm-hmm. get a lot of points. And I just, I just looked at that defense and was like, man, we're really good up front. If we get something out of the corners in, their, in our defensive backs, I mean, defense should be middle of the road. And they, and they have. I mean, they are middle of the road. Now, they're giving up a lot of rushing yards. But I think most of that comes, for whatever reason, Kentucky's defense has been giving up these long-ass drives to start the game. And it's killing yeah. them. It's killing them. Killing us from the start off. I'm going to tell you a play in the game. There's two, there's two particular – Drives, I think, in the Arkansas game that could have changed every, the changed the game was the uh, when we went forward on fourth and what was it two and a half from yeah. our own thirty-five. Yep. Arkansas was up what seven nothing. Yep. They go down and score. They're up fourteen nothing quick. Yep. And the defense bowed their back and they stopped them and made them kick a field goal, made it ten nothing. And then the one drive was it? Uh, it was in the fourth quarter, about eight minutes to go. They do a draw play to A.J. Rose on third and eight from the 50. Yeah. And if they, if they don't make that first down, Arkansas has a fourth down play there, and they win the game. Oh, I agree. No, I, 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 I mean, agree. There was, 
there was plays there where Arkansas should have won the game, but Arkansas, I don't think they didn't have no quarterback play. No, I mean they changed quarterbacks halfway through. Starkle was just out of control the whole game. Yeah, no, and even Hicks came in there. He played decent, but I mean he wasn't he wasn't real good. The thing is, though, I mean, we talk about we talk about changing the culture in Kentucky. Old Kentucky teams get down ten nothing, fourteen nothing, they fold. These these Kentucky teams he has now, like I said, Stoops wants to win with defense, and that's this is the style of play that that he's going to play with. And it, and it, you know if it works, I don't care. I think everyone everyone would love to win sixty five or sixty four nothing or whatever 80, 80, 100 to nothing. But at the end of the day, a win's a win, and yeah. in the SEC. A win is it really a win? You earn the wins in SEC. It don't matter who you're playing. Even you're playing Vandy. So, but I don't know. I'm looking forward to this weekend. So, what is your off feelings this weekend? As far as uh, I mean, besides we talk about the rain and everything, but what is your off feelings? Where, where do you see Kentucky being? Uh, my my head, my heart says Kentucky by three, but my. But the reality of it is, I just there's too much, too much Georgia tomorrow, and a lot of the UK fans ain't gonna lie me over that. But it's just it's just a fact. But I don't think it'll be as bad as everybody says it's gonna be. I think it'll be closer early. I think Georgia just pull, pull away. Set, like, it'd be like last year. Yeah, it'd be like 35, I'd feel a lot better about this game if Georgia were to play like they did last week. This week, obviously. Uh, but with Georgia coming off a loss, seems like Kentucky always gets these good teams off losses, and they kind of come in and curb stomp us a little bit. But, but at the same time, it's just every time I say Kentucky ain't got no shot on this road game, like I said last year for Florida, oh, I didn't say it, but but I was believing like like if we win, it'd be a miracle down in the swamp last year after we looked against Central Michigan, and and then and then like I said the year four, I didn't think we'd go out and win beating South Carolina, and definitely that Louisville year with they had their Heisman quarterback. I didn't think they had a shot at all, but Kentucky seems to show up for these road games, and I, I'm gonna predict, I'm gonna predict them to win, but that's because that's because I'm that guy. <laughs> but 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 honestly, six nothing. If if you were a bet man, it, you should probably the safer bet would be Georgia, I would think. If you were just a neutral fan, that's probably who, who would probably you'd, you'd pick. But I don't know, twenty seven is well, a lot. I had to bring it to you. I am a bet man. I got my money on the cats. Well, I'm just saying, 27 points a lot. I mean, that's a lot of points for an SEC game. That's a hell of a lot of points. The whole whole game plan pretty much changes now because at first they they weren't predicting any weather, and now they're giving, what, two to three inches of rain? Like, it's supposed to pour the whole game, and that changes both teams' game plan. Well, it evens it out. That evens the talent. Yeah, really I don't know if that changes Kentucky's game plan. I mean, I think they're going to come out running no matter what. Yeah, I'm probably right. But, like I said, man, it, it, it evens the playing field. Because when, when you have stuff like that, freak weather like that, it's not so much talent at that point. It's so much who's going to make the mistake first or who's going like, to make less mistakes. Who's going to stick to their game plan. And, and honestly, it's whoever gets up first. and gets up. If, gets up, if any team gets up on a couple of touchdowns, you got to be feeling pretty good. On whatever side you're on, uh, but but no, I mean, I mean, like I said, I think we got shot now because of the weather. I think we got shot now because of Lynn, because it's it's just so hard to defend somebody that's like Lynn Bowden. I mean, it was just like with Randall Cobb. It's not so much he's like a great quarterback, but it's so much that he can do so much. <laughs> I mean, he can throw the ball if he wanted to. Also, 
You can just do so much with the guy. That's the problem. That's the thing. It's different. I'll say something else. Beyond this game, I'm not looking over Georgia, but beyond after this game, there's what four, four five more games. Yeah, uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Is it five? Yeah, five of them are winnable. Yeah. Every single one of them, even Missouri. Yeah. Oh yeah, Missouri game. That's a that's a ridiculous spread for Missouri. I, I got told. I was telling you last night. I've watched Missouri versus Wyoming, and that and they could not stop the run. Wyoming literally handed the ball off, and they had Louis, uh, an old Louisville running back for them that was like third string for Louisville was running it down their throat. I mean, that's it. That's all they did. They just ran. It. They just ran the ball. Wyoming if you would have told me, if you would have told me we lose to Georgia or Florida, Mississippi State, and Georgia tomorrow, if we do lose, and yeah. we beat Missouri next week going into the bye week four and four, I would have taken it with, with everything. Yeah, I mean, you, and, I was hoping we would get we would we would split the South Carolina and the uh, Mississippi State game. That's disappointing. South Carolina was a little bit different. Mississippi State, South Carolina, we didn't even show up. Yeah, and Mississippi State was more of emotional type thing. The pick six right off the bat. Yep, and it kind of took our it took our minds out of the game. Yeah, it sure did. And it just it destroyed the confidence. But South Carolina, it was like a deer in the headlights kind of game. But they but they like, they showed fight in that Mississippi State game. They they came back they and, got, and they left they points really out there. Hard. They should have they should have. I mean, they left probably at least three touchdowns out there because they were drop balls in the end zone. So. And you talk about two missed field goals. Everybody wants to blame the defense this year. But believe it or not, the defense has actually kept us in the games. Oh, yeah. It's been, been great. Offense, the offense has just been out too much. Yeah. The offense has been on the field too much. Well, no, the defense has been on the field too yeah. much. Yeah. And the offense has been stagnant. And when you get and when you get that, you keep the defense out there all night, and they just they get worn down. Oh, it's, it's, it's yeah, and that's 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 essentially what happens. I mean, that always happened when Stoops' first three years. I mean, it's hard for an offense to adjust when you have your starting quarterback go out at the very beginning of the season. That I mean, that that's hard to adjust. And like I said, that offensive line is a hell of an offensive line, but that offensive line is built for running. It ain't built for pass blocking, and and it ain't built for a quarterback to sit that back there and not be able to run. And that's what happens to Sawyer. That's what happens to every pocket passer, it seems like, in Kentucky, because we just can't get pass protection for the guy. So you got to have somebody back there that can roll around and get away when they can. So Our biggest thing tomorrow is it's Georgia. It's on the road. But you can't do what you did against South Carolina, Mississippi State, go three and out, three and out, three and out. Because eventually Georgia is going to score. Oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't you – can't, you can't afford two, three, three and outs each each drive. You're gonna to have to at least put two touchdowns on the board in the first half because if you don't, you're gonna be behind the hole real quick. What Kentucky needs to do is they, if they win the toss, they didn't they didn't let, they didn't let uh, Georgia start on offense, and if Kentucky can come out and stop them, that'll give a lot of confidence going going yeah. forward. Because uh, I don't think if our off because they're gonna be jacked up. I think when you're on the road, you're best off to let them go ahead and start on offense because when you let when you come on offense and you get all jacked up. And all of a sudden, you get a turnover early, then it's going to go downhill quickly. For yep. Kentucky's margin of error tomorrow is very, very small, and that's, that's not because they don't. Have, they just don't. They don't. It's not that they don't have the talent. I think if you had, if you had uh, Terry Wilson back there and everyone healthy, then yeah, I'd feel great about tomorrow. But the thing is, is, is we do have injuries. We don't have Robinson back there. We don't. You know, we we've got injuries this year. I mean, yeah. that's what kind of happened. And and like I said, if they play a great game tomorrow. They play like Florida. I mean. They were all over Florida all game long. 
and, and they were rowdy and all that stuff. And of course, that was at Commonwealth, not at not not on the road. But if you if you come out and play like you did against Florida, you shouldn't have a problem tomorrow. So I'll say this: next week is going to be a crucial game. Win or lose tomorrow with Georgia, because I feel like you can't afford to go three and five going into the bye week. No, no, not 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 yeah, the least. At least has to be four and four at, at the. At, 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 you have to be at least four at the most. Yeah. Because if you don't, you're 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 hinging a, a, a winning season on Tennessee and Vanderbilt and Louisville. I agree. And, and you know how we've done with Tennessee in the past. We've we've come out flat, unorganized. And you just don't know how we're gonna show up. Either. Which we play them better at home than we do on the road. Yeah, so. but but you know what? I was telling Mike this is the other day. We could be a, a forty point favorite over Tennessee, and they'll come in and, and we'll beat them by three. I mean, that's just the way. And for whatever reason, Tennessee feels like they can come up here and beat us, and that's fine. Tennessee plays like Tennessee of old when they play us. Yeah, it yeah. seems like it. And we don't – and Kentucky, just, I don't know if they just don't respect them or what it is, but you're right. Maybe they play better at home and stuff like that. But we'll get there when I can't – when we get there. But I just don't see that Missouri game. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a close game, a dog fight as we talk. But I don't it's see – It's going to be cold. It's going to be cold again. I just don't see it – I just don't see it be 11 points. I mean, I just, I just don't see it that way. But – but we'll get there. We get there tomorrow. You know, so let's talk about tomorrow and what's who's your MVPs on the offensive, defensive side. My MVP on offense is going to be Lynn. I feel like Lynn's going to have to make plays happen with his feet, and I feel like we'll make some throws. We'll do some little slants, some little uh, running back screens out of the backfield, but we're not going to do nothing major down the field because it's just going to be too big. Of a, it's going to be messy tomorrow. Yeah, I feel like you're going to have to do these inside runs and these outside draws and these draw plays up the middle. You're, you're just going to have to move the football, run the football tomorrow. And I feel like that Lynn's going to have to make plays with his feet. And I feel like on defense, I just I feel like the whole defense as a whole. But I feel like Josh Pascal is going to have a big game tomorrow. That's a good one, man. I feel, I feel like he needs to. I mean, he's played good the last two weeks. He sure he played good last yeah. week, man. He really did. I mean, he was making plays all over the field, and I feel like that tomorrow he's going to have to make plays up front because Georgia's offensive line is probably the best in college football. Yeah, yeah. And we can't afford to be blowing off the ball all night long because it'll be a long night if we do. That's true. yeah. Fromm sits back there and has has ample time back there. He's going. He's going to throw. He's going to throw like he's freaking you know whoever Peyton Manning back there. That's Montana. He, he's he's going he's going to he's going to toast our defense, and he's he's just going to pick us apart. Yeah, I agree. But if you put some pressure on front and get him rattled, it could be a tight game. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. we just don't know. It's just one of them games where you're you're not looking for nothing to happen. But if it does happen, you're great. Yeah, I agree. And it's just like if we win, it's an upset. But if we lose, we expect to lose. Yeah, yeah, but just, but just, just play a good game, man. Just play, just play a good game. Yeah. I don't care if we lose by two touchdowns. At least keep it competitive. Yeah, keep it competitive. Don't, and let, don't, don't let, let that don't let that line next week go to swell to fourteen. If you go over there and look good against Georgia, people will be like, "Well, that you know what they might they might be able to compete against Missouri." You know, I mean, it's it's a confidence thing. Just get you said it last night, John. Just get out of there without any injuries. That's what you got to focus on. And we hate to say it like that, but 
As a realist, you have to think that way. Yeah, you can't, you can't let Lynn get hurt tomorrow. No, you cannot. No, because if Lynn gets hurt, there goes the season. Yeah, exactly. And Lynn, and Lynn's a big part. Lynn's pretty much, I was reading on the depth chart, he's, he's mentioned 22 times on the depth chart. Yeah. And that's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's, it, like her, he's like her whole team. It, like, it's it's, it's Randall Cobb, point, point two point oh, it's, it's crazy. I mean, he returns the ball. He plays for our team. It, it, is, it is Randall Cobb, 2.0, and, and I will say that Randall Cobb went down to Georgia and won. But <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if Lynn Bowden had hits hit on by the time the third quarter goes. Yeah, no kidding, man. <laughs> I mean, he's just – you know, that's one thing I mentioned to a guy before the game last week. One thing about Lynn is when you watch him on the football field, his IQ is ridiculously good. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He, know, he knows where to go with the ball. He knows how to get it there. Like, the throw to Clevin, Clevin Thomas. Like, the ball was thrown third. Sorry, Smith couldn't have thrown a better ball to him. No, hell no. I mean, it's just, Lynn knows where to go with the ball and where to, where to fit the ball at and, and how to make the reads like. His reads last week was absolutely unreal. Oh, yeah, no, no, that was fantastic. And, and you would think, I mean, he was in high school as a quarterback, but that's a pressure-type thing when you're going to college and being a quarterback and him a wide receiver and they just throw him in at quarterback and he looks like that. That shows you he's got a lot of he's got a lot of mental and a lot of smartness about him. You know the craziest part about last week was he only had 78 yards passing, but I felt like he threw for three. Oh, yeah, I felt like he was throwing <laughs> all over the place. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that's what the crazy part was. I felt like he threw it all over the field, but then the other game it's like, oh, he had 78 yards. But he had what? What? One hundred ninety-six rushing. Three, three touches. Yeah, I mean, I mean, huh. that's you just can't teach that kind of stuff. And like I said, I I do feel good about it tomorrow. And I, and, and my MVP for offense is always going to be Lynn, and, and as it should be. He Kentucky this year is going to live or die by how good he does, and and on the offensive side at least. And and it was the exact same thing with Randall Cobb. It's not that we have no talent. We absolutely have talent. But when you lose your starting quarterback like that. And you've got to get your best player the ball every time, every play. And the only way you can do that is put him at quarterback. And, uh, and luckily, our best player can play quarterback. So that's why they play him there. And that's why he needs to touch the ball because you're absolutely right. He is smart as can be. And he can, he'll be able to find every read. He knows every play it's before it's even hiked. And, and that's, that's what you need. And, and, you know, we live or die by Lambeau on the offensive side. That's my MVP for tomorrow. And I think my defensive side – I think it's it's got to be Boogie. He's got to get after the quarterback. Someone's got to get the quarterback. Let it be Pascal, Boogie, whoever. And and I will say this on the side: Cash looked a little bit better last week, but he's still kind of hurting us. I think. <laughs> did, did everybody think that too? Something beyond the Florida game has done something to Cash. I mean, Cash is Cash looked better last week, but dude, he had a he had a freaking wide open run to the quarterback, and he, he just, whiffed. He whiffed. I, that that is like so. I feel like a lot of the off field stuff affected him. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think he listened too much to the fans that were bitching about him, that play he did. Yeah, I agree with that. But there's other stuff. Like I said, we're not going to see on this show. Yeah. But there's other stuff going on that's more yeah, than just that. You don't see play. him getting pumped up like he used to. No, no he, now like he's, he's not. He seemed a little bit more like himself with the guitar playing before the game. That's that's Cash Daniels. Yeah, but but like Cash Daniels on the football field, letting uh, uh, offensive linemen to meet him. In the uh, in his spot, said he lit, or Cash is great at at finding the holes and meeting the player at the hole. That's what you teach your linebackers to do. He don't necessarily have to make the tackle. He just needs to clog the hole up, you know. So he that's what he always did. He looked for contact. Now he's just waiting for contact. If that makes any sense to you? Yeah, no, he is. He's just sitting back waiting for it and, instead of just attacking. But like I said, 
we got to get pressure on Fromm tomorrow. If we get pressure on him, our defensive backs will be just fine. I mean, I think yeah. they've been a lot better than we could ever have guessed, even without Robinson there. So, you know, that's my two MVPs. So, Mike, who you got? I'm going to go – I mean, obviously, Lynn's are going to be our MVP. Let's just be real here. But I'm going to say the line. The line's got to create holes for him to make the right reads. Yeah. I mean, all I'm going to go with – I'm just going to take all five of them. And on defense, I'm going to take our defensive line. That This game's going to be one of the trenches this week. Oh, I absolutely. guarantee that. That's what won that – Brady Weather – it's, we're going to have to be able to win those battles. Let me ask you, Mike. How do you win on the road in the SEC? Run the fucking ball. Run the ball and good defense. That's how you win in the SEC. That's exactly how you run. Now, unless, you you're, unless you're playing LSU or Alabama. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> in that case, they just do whatever they please. Yeah, that's um. right. <laughs> but, no, all right. So, John, who's your – who's your? Uh, what's your prediction? What's your score, man? Uh, 35-20 Georgia. 35-20 Georgia. Well, that beats the spread. And yeah. I think it, that that's – that, I mean, uh, still pretty good. Uh, Because if that happens, it's going to be a blowout. That's for sure. Uh, you know, it'll be forty-two to seven if if it gets to that point. You know, I don't think there's anyone, any UK fan, no matter who you talk to, even the the most blue shaded people. Because uh, I mean, obviously, I'm most blue shaded people. They're they're coming by. Uh, I didn't pick Georgia. I picked Georgia at the beginning of the season to win this game. Anyways, I, I thought this was this this game wasn't going to make or break our season. That's like you were talking about earlier. It's the next games that matter for UK. More so on this one. We get this one. Heck, yeah. We're all going to celebrate tomorrow and have a great time, right? But mm-hmm. it's probably not going to happen, but I'll take I'll take Kentucky because I don't want to be the guy saying that I picked against them. So I'll take them 17-14. Why not? And I'll take, uh, what was it? What's his name? Italian meatball pick, kicking the game winner. Why not? Ruffalo. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go uh, 28-24 Cats. Bowden's going to score every single touchdown tomorrow. <laughs> Calling it right now. He's going to score every touchdown. He's going to throw for one. He's gonna run one. He's probably gonna return a kick or some shit. He's gonna be on ball every single Yeah, he's gonna be. Yeah, you know what he's really, gonna be the reason behind you know all really this. Uh, excited about Bowen was last week. They stopped Arkansas at the twenty-two yard line. Yeah, that is. And it was Jerry Lorenzen was twenty-two. Yeah, no. Uh, well, in the next play, was it the next play? Lynn, he pulled off a five-yard gain. Then he went down the field and had a seventy-two-yard gain. And then he went down and he got down to like the last R22 and ran it for 15, 16 yards and almost scored. Like he literally took over the game oh, yeah, the, yeah. La- the last drive. Yeah, but we needed him to score because we had Kentucky 13 on that game and if he would have scored, it would have been 14. <laughs> and I want to tell you something about Lynn. Coming up beyond Georgia, you've got three teams that are not really good at the run. You've got Ten- Missouri, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt. Oh, yeah. No, I feel good. Like I said, I feel great. Just don't lose Lynn this weekend. Don't get any kind of offensive linemen. No more offense people people getting hurt. Because you're going to have your chances against Missouri. Oh, yeah. Especially up front. You're going to have chances to score, to run the football. And they stopped the pass a little bit. Their passing defense is a little bit better. But these next three games beyond Georgia, you got a chance and opportunity to move the football at will on some of these teams. I think the Georgia game, what this will be determined tomorrow, win or lose, if they come out and play good tomorrow, 
and say they lose by a field goal or they even lose by 10. I think if you do that, they look good. People will show up for that Missouri game and sell yeah, it out. They will. If you go in there and lose 42 nothing, people are not going to show up. I, I'm just going to be quite honest with you. You know, if they show up, it's going to be cold again. It's going to be one of them nights where you're yelling, screaming in that bottom layer like everybody does. It's going to be another Arkansas type game. Yeah, of course. And it's just, it's going to be like that all year, especially Tennessee and Vanderbilt and all these other you're just going to have to get used to it and take your medication before the game starts. Yeah, and i got to get up early in the morning time. So, you know, <laughs> anyway, work, always got work Sunday mornings. It's the worst ever. I, know, I hate those 7 o'clock games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it makes it hard because everybody's, you know, everybody's tore up. And, and you feel better. Like, I was mentioning a guy after the game against Arkansas. One guy was like, well, yeah, I just love coming out here for win. Of course you do. Because you come out of there for loss, everybody's bitching. Yeah, of course yeah. they are. It's the everybody's worst mad and everybody's wanting to fire the coach, and you know what I mean. Like, you have a lot of head hanging, and you know. But when you win, everybody's happy, and that's what we just need to continue to do: is just keep winning and just keep playing hard. Because I don't believe these boys are going to quit on us. No, no, I don't think they will either. I mean, you win tomorrow, just, then you have a great they're season. They're just having a rough year, and it, 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 it makes a difference when you lose your quarterback. It's just a transition year, man. But like I said, like I said, I've said, I've screamed from talking about Kentucky's going to be at every other year. And next year, Kentucky gets all these people back with our starting quarterback. The whole defensive backs are going to be all great. And honestly, and they got a crystal ball pick for next year too. And yeah, and I, and honestly, man, you know, the team, the team without, uh, you know, no linebacker shots, Cash in there will probably do the defense a little better. I'll be honest with you, Cash is the heart of the defense. But I don't at times, Cash. And I might make some people upset with this comment. I like Cash, but I think Chris Oates is better. Yeah, and I, I think Chris Oates is a hell of an athlete for sure. I wouldn't say he's better. He just knows where to go. He just knows where to go. And Cash sometimes gets like a days to at times. Yeah, I mean, he just he hasn't seemed right, man. He hasn't been he's right. He's been right, and I love Cash. I think I think the world of him, but at the same time, he just. This off-field stuff has just gotten to his mind. Like it's got into his football mind. What to do? It's a psychological thing, in my opinion. I agree. And like I said, I love Cashman. Like I said, he's one of those people that's local kids, stuff like that. We all want him to do great. Uh, but something's happened, and he does not look the same. And and like I said, at times I think he does great because we need him out there with his intensity. But if he's not being intense. Cash is just getting playing beat here lately. So, you know, like I said, I don't want to be critical of the kid because, like, he is a good football player. And, and he's a great leader. So. He's a great leader. But, he is. But we got to see him out there talking crap to Georgia, you know, saying shit to oh, him. Yeah, I want to see him stomping on <laughs> the Jesus. It's his game, man. Yeah, yeah. Try to break the guy's ankle. Yeah, that's that's messed up. You're right. But that's his game. That's how he is. That's his game. I mean, that, that I'm not saying play dirty, but I, I mean, am saying it. I know I've poked people in the eyes, Nick. I know you've punched people in the throats. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 we did when I played. I mean, like, I, it's when, a lot when of there was a fumble. Yeah. Everybody wants to blame. Everybody wants to say, "Oh, there's nothing goes on in them piles." I'm like, "Yeah, you're wrong," because people pinch, bite, they kick, they'll do everything. In well, I call people. You know, punching people in the growing and stuff. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not, I've been needing the ball so many times to get on What is it, though? What this is, ain't a sissy game. This is no, this is a man's game. And a lot of people have turned, and a lot of 
one that's turned into flag football. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it is a man's game, and it, it's just it's part of football, especially in the trenches. Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyways, we'll go cats tomorrow, man. It's gonna be a good time. I I'm looking forward to watching it. Just hope it stays close. You know. They pull the up, if they pull the upset tomorrow, I'll go naked around my house. <laughs> there you go. We'll let, let we'll take a picture of it and put it online. We'll all prove prove to us that you did that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I, I'm just hoping for a good game. I, I, I'm seriously. I right. just I don't want to go down there and just wait. And if we get behind, not way down and just. You know, I agree. I, I agree. Just, well, yeah. I, just want, I just want it to be edited. We've also accepted that Georgia's got more talent. I think yeah. that's that's pretty fair to say. But at the same time, I mean, I, I don't think they're just going to. I I will be shocked if they go down there and lay down. I was shocked I'll about Georgia. I'll say this, and I'll leave this at this. They go into Georgia and win, it changes the whole season. Oh, absolutely. It goes through the season. what you got now, you can get nine wins. Yeah. If you beat Georgia. Absolutely. And I think I still think and, if we get to eight, it's a great season. If you get to nine, you have just almost did a miracle because what they looked like after the Mississippi State and South Carolina, they looked dead in the water. So if you were able to rescue that, then yeah, you've you've accomplished something great. I mean, you're, honestly. Yeah. So, but anyways, well, well, I'm Nick. I'm Mike. I'm John. Go Cats.